Live from Master Closet Studios, you're listening to the only podcast on the internet powered by biscuits and gravy. I think that's true this week. The Noobs and the Whovian. My name is Austin, and I'm the Whovian. These are my sons, Trip and Corbin. And we're the Noobs. And this is the podcast, introducing a whole new generation to Doctor Who by watching an episode each week, and then discussing it from the perspective of a dad who's seen it before. And two sons who haven't. And so, welcome to episode number 30 covering the season three episode three uh the season three episode three that didn't sound right covering season three episode three gridlock this is the one with a quarter century long traffic jam wow the doctor rationalizes his way into a second trip with martha landing in new 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 york in the year five billion fifty three the streets seem empty until a bunch of pharmacies open up and try to sell them happiness and forgetfulness I can't remember which one. Then Martha gets kidnapped, and the doctor is shutting this street down tonight because something weird is happening. The doctor discovers a flying motorway that's populated with cars that have been in gridlock for at least 23 years. And there's space crabs at the bottom. The doctor car hops his way down to the bottom level, all while all the while being unknowingly chased by a cat nun nurse with a gun. She catches up to him and teleports him to the upper city and tells him the awful truth. One of the happiness drugs, Bliss, mutated and killed everyone on the planet except those sealed up down below. They aren't trapped in the motorway. They were saved there. The doctor opens the motorway roof and allows everyone to escape to the upper city, including Martha. The people are all free now, and Smith and Jones can leave. Oh, and the face of Bo died right after telling the doctor his final secret. He's not alone. Who is he? The doctor... Okay. Is not alone. This was story number 181, originally airing April 14th, 2007, to 8.41 million viewers. We're still in the eights. The show's got to pick up the slack. 21 gigawatts. Yeah, uh, okay. Uh, it was written by our man, Russell T. Davies, directed by Richard Clark. I don't recognize that name, Corbin. Was there anything fun to know about Richard Clark? He's done four episodes. That's so far? Right. No. Oh, oh. oh. I was going to say, I don't remember hearing his name at all. No, he's a, he will do three more after this. Gotcha. All right, uh, the cast this week, we had uh, a couple of returning folks, uh, one being Novice Haim, uh, played by Anna Hope. She was the cat nun nurse. Uh, she was sort of like one of the bad guys in was the last that, episode. Was that the same person, like played by the same person? Oh, you know, I, I, I mean, I assume. Yeah, had the same voice. Yeah, but. yeah. Uh, so she was uh, kind of one of the bad guys last time we saw her, but uh, now making up for her old ways. Then we had Thomas Kincaid Brannigan, played by, by uh, Ardal O'Hanlon, which oh, might as well have been Irish uh, stereotype there. <laughs> um, loved that guy. Could have listened to him all day long. Could have listened to that Irish accent all day long. Valerie Brannigan, played by Jennifer Hennessy. We had Milo and and Jean. I don't even remember hearing their names. They were the hijackers. Yeah. I don't even remember them. They told them. They told Martha their names, like, right after she woke up. Oh, is that what it was? Okay. Yeah. Where she was wearing uh, an honesty patch so she couldn't... That's walk. right. Yeah. Like, it's so wow. random. That was helpful. Uh, Milo uh, was played by Travis Oliver, and then Jean was played by Lenora Critchlow, and I spent the whole episode going, where do I know this woman from? And she's playing on a show that's on the air right now called Deception uh, that's on NBC. Fun little show about uh, uh, basically a magician who pairs up with the FBI kind of thing. And uh, she plays a character that's on the magician's team. Like she's she's part of the backstage folks for the, the magic show. And uh, I was just like, I know her. I just don't know where I know her from. 
went and looked it up. That's where she's from. All right, uh, special effects. Uh, we had costumes and makeup this week that were fantastic. I, I think I said this before, yes. but I will say it again. The cat people are amazing. Yes. Yeah. Especially the boy this time. He was awesome. Brannigan? Yeah. yeah. He was He, he was fantastic. Was awesome. Like, I love the way I he looked. I love he's like a cat person, but has such a basic American name, Thomas. Yeah. No. <laughs> like. Oh, okay, now... I, I didn't see anything about this. His name was Thomas Kincaid Brannigan. And Thomas Kincaid is a famous American artist. And I couldn't figure out, like, if you're going to give a character three names, that would seem to be significant, right? Yeah. And there was nothing that ever came yeah. up about it, nothing in the notes, not, not, no trivia anywhere. I don't know why they named him Thomas Kincaid Brannigan, but... There it is. Hmm. But, I, again, not only could I listen to that guy talk all day, I could watch him talk all day long. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the, the makeup, it, there is no point in the episode, or the last episode, where I'm watching those two cat people talk. And there's not continuity with it. But yeah. There was no point where I was looking at it going, oh, I see. I see where they glued it to his lip. You know, Nothing. <laughs> Yeah, they, they make actual cat people. Okay. Uh, oh, they, they, is that what it was? Was that in the notes somewhere? Yeah. Was that in the, mm-hmm. the uh, miscellaneous trivia for this week? They actually did genetic splicing. Uh, by the way, speaking of genetic splicing, uh, cat person plus human person makes equals kitties. kittens. That's, <laughs> that's how kittens are made. That's or that's <laughs> just how the cat people are. Maybe they start off as kittens. Well, uh, yeah, obviously. But yeah, what I'm saying is, they didn't have any kind of human attribute whatsoever. They uh-huh. were straight up kittens. I know. They were. Like, they didn't even look like cat people. They didn't. Even, they weren't like humanoid at all. Kittens. Yeah, yeah. But at any rate, um, it's like you're like one quarter cat, and yet I don't even know. They were one quarter cat. I don't know. Was I mean, he, they, well, no, 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 no. Remember, they're not the, they're the not, cat people. They're not human and cat. No. Right. They're, they're just not. felines that evolved into, you know, standing upright. Yeah. What we call. Humanoid, yeah. Uh, yeah. but but, still, but there's no kids. human in them. Correct, correct. They're not. I don't think. Did we? No. Anyways, there's no The makeup is what we're actually talking about, yeah. and and it was fantastic. There was a, a that scene with uh, the uh, the novice and the doctor when they first get to the Senate, and she's explaining about the face of Bo and and blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh, and she's smiling so much, and I'm looking, and I mean, it's just so stinking real looking. I was like, that's yeah. what it would be like if a cat became humanoid. a humanoid. I mean, that's just what it would be. It's amazing. Now they have space cats, also. And we have space cats. Uh, so we we uh, also mentioned the face of Bo. Uh, we had a return of that. Uh, he's not. That's not really a costume or makeup. It's more of a prop. Uh, but uh, yeah, giant face puppet, uh, space face. But he, again, it, that's just amazing. And then this time we got to see him, like, out of the, the tank. Damn, Which was insane. Huh? He looked crazy yeah. out of the tank. Yeah, it looked, he, he looked even weirder as just a head laying on the ground. It's weird to see a head yeah. floating in a tank. Now it's a head laying on the ground. And yeah. it's apparently a very flat head. Yeah. Also, I think some of the notes, basically the tank is filled with, like, Gases and he used the gases to protect right. Who's he? What's her face and all that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Not his name. So big thumbs up for the special effects on that. Uh, that CGI. Good. We had uh, the cars. I thought the cars were really cool. Yeah. The, they did look the millions the of cars. Yeah. The, the macro were 
like when you looked down at them, they didn't actually look that big. But when they were flying the little space yeah. shuttle, yeah, it, they were insanely big. I didn't realize those were crabs. I thought they were like eels jumping up and out. Yeah, that's kind of what it looked yeah, like. That's yeah, that's what it the big claws like. coming up. And uh, I would say, as far as as far as a CGI effect, I would say they looked great. Uh, well, I'm sorry. Thank goodness there was a lot of gas fumes. Because the less we saw of them, the scarier they were. Yeah. Because like when you actually got any kind of a glimpse at them, they looked terrible. And yeah. I think it was just 2007 CGI on a budget is all it yeah. you know, yeah. was, was the problem there. Plus, so. they were just really giant crads. So. so speaking of, let's hit our checklist. And at the top of the checklist is our baddie of the week. And we, we wrestled with this. Uh, there wasn't really a baddie of the week. We were like, well, maybe I mean, it's the macra. But not really because they were, I we're mean, like. Surviving. They're just surviving yeah. down there, like. Well, now it's not gonna, hurting anything except for when they attack the people. Right, right, and they they played honestly such a minor part for all the buildup. Yeah, I know. I thought for sure. Like, what's down there? They There's, were going to be s- no, part of the plot. No, it's just events. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But they're just a teeny little part of it, like no. And so much really about all that doesn't make sense. Like, a why were those down there and attacking people? I mean, why were they attacking it? Because then they just... Well, they were just eating. And you noticed, they actually managed to get the air vents working enough that they cleared out the gas so they could see those things. Right. And yet, the vents aren't normally working well enough for that to happen. Well, nobody was running Yeah, because they lost all the power. Mm. Remember? Yeah. Uh, So we said... So the macro aren't really the baddie of the week. Maybe the baddie of the week is, like, the virus... From the bliss patch, yeah. but, but then still, that's it's <coughs> living, but it's more of just a it's virus, just yeah. doing what it does. So the baddie of the week is normally like this menacing thing that we find out there was a reason behind it, right? Yeah. You know, like the but, wire was trying to, you know, escape or whatever, or be human, or, or uh, the Slovene wanted to blow up, you know, crack the planet so that she could ride the cosmic surfboard off into the sunset or whatever. But but nothing here. This is just like circumstances. Mm-hmm. Right. This was like yeah. the macro were just like wild animals. The bliss was just a <clears throat> mutated happy patch. Yeah, and it was an accident. There was no cover up. Mm-hmm. Right. It wasn't like there was a company trying to keep selling bliss, even though they knew it was killing people. It just like wiped out the whole planet, and in the last minute panic, like they were able to save some people. Or yeah, in seven minutes. So there wasn't really a baddie of the week. It was just kind of like circumstances. Uh, we had no wells this week. Did uh, we? We had no I'm sorry's, um, except that we sort of did. Uh, what's her name? Cal- uh, Sally Calypso, the hologram. Uh, Trip pointed out that she did say it. Yeah, right? she was she, like, she, I'm sorry. <coughs> um, she, Yeah, what she said was, we are so very sorry. Yeah. She so. didn't say, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, you know, which is the, the typical, like, formula that we do. So yeah. I'm going to say one... Mm-hmm with a question mark <laughs> so and it wasn't from the doctor so we're gonna we're gonna throw that on the list and say that the running count is now three plus two because we had one from I think Rose and now we've had one from Sally no Calypso. it was actually that it was the president when they were in Pete's world he said it to someone I think is that who it was he actually said it to one yes of the he did and he said it the exact right way yeah, he I'm said, sorry, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm so very I'm so sorry. sorry. Yeah, okay, all right, good, good, good. All right, so three plus two, no Alonzis, no, uh, wait, under what? It says we had one? 
Is that? That's not correct. Is that a copy and paste error? I don't think. That was probably. I don't think that's correct. Yeah, I don't think so either. Uh, so that so the we didn't have any what's uh, so our running count there is still at three. Uh, no Torchwood, no Mr. Mr. Saxon again, nothing was impossible. Uh, we did, um, this hasn't really been on the list for a while, but we did have a mention of the Time War. We had the last great Time War. Uh, so, is, okay, have we heard it called that before? No, I don't, I don't think, think so. so. Okay, so... I mean, this we haven't heard of it as the last Time War, but I think we heard it great Time War, but I'm not sure. Okay. Just the last part, I don't think we heard. That, okay. All of that is very descriptive. The last great time war. <laughs> I mean, it's not that, necessarily that the last one. Gives you a lot. Right. It's not necessarily the last one because he battled the Daleks again, like but three it times. Wasn't an all-out war. Right. Well, yeah. but they bring in like a billion Daleks, and then they had a whole giant yeah. fleet. So. Kind yeah, of. but it's still not really a war. It's, yeah. just I mean, it's not really a time war. To a last yeah, time yeah, war. that's true. Because they didn't actually travel so to different points. This, this was at the very end of the episode when he's telling Martha about being the last of the Time Lords, and he says that it was the last great time war, and they fought against the Daleks for the fate of all creation, and they yeah. lost. Holy cow. That's like more than we learned in the whole first season about the time yeah. war. <laughs> So, so one, it was the last great time war. Mm-hmm. So apparently there have been Daleks. several. Apparently there have been a lot of time wars. And a lot of and great. And this is only the last wars. of the great time. Yeah, wars. I was gonna say there. Apparently there were some time wars. There was at least two great time wars, which would be like saying you know World War One and World War Two. You know, and this was the last of the, the at great. least two great time wars. So I mean, like, wow, we've you know there was some really serious fighting really with the Daleks deep. in time. Yeah, like really deep. Right, and then it's for the fate of all creation. Okay. Whoa! Didn't we have mention of this before where there was something about all of creation trembling because of the the time war? I think it was the Gelfs. They were talking about how lesser species were completely unaffected. Right. Because they were living at the edge of existence. Right, us simple little humans didn't even take notice, really. Yeah. um, And then it says that they lost. Yeah. So we know that... Actually, no kind of lost well actually yeah they did lose but they thought that they tied remember cause like they crashed the whole um time lord ship into the Daleks killing all of them supposedly but then one survived what are we talking about? what? um he said that all the time lords gave their lives against the Daleks and they tied or something like that when was that? first season I think huh when they first met the first Dalek. Oh, okay. Like, I don't what? remember him saying anything about crashing a Time Lord ship into their fleet or anything. I, it was I don't just remember, but I think. They all died. Well, I don't do, know. do some research. Look it up. Let's, let's talk about it next time. It, it does surprise me that the Doctor alone has killed millions of these Daleks and mm. yet millions of Time Lords still lost. Yeah. Maybe because there's, like, way more Daleks. It's all just kind of hanging out there. Uh, No real jibberty-jabberty this week. Uh, We did have a little bit of jiggery-pokery going on. We had the the sonic screwdriver controlling the air vents for the motorway through the interface on the car. Yeah. Well, that was fun. What? He used the sonic on the control panel in the car to operate 
the vents the in the motorway. Vents. Oh, that was fun. Uh, the TARDIS. Uh, oh, this wasn't really uh, jiggery pokery, but, but um, just, more just well, continuity. If we're talking about the TARDIS, uh, Corbin uh, noticed that. When I didn't even notice this. <coughs> this was just in the notes. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We we actually had to go back and rewatch it to find out. Uh, Trip, you weren't there. Uh, at the very beginning of the episode, when they first step out of the TARDIS, there's an arrow sticking out of the door that the Doctor pulls out and throws on the ground. Because remember what happened at the end of the last episode? The Queen says, off with his head! And they run into the TARDIS, and it shoots an arrow, and it sticks into the door of the TARDIS. So at the beginning of this episode, he pulls it out. (laughs) What if they just still had that on there? Yeah, they just left it there. It became like a permanent part of the TARDIS. That'd be great. Uh, so, speaking of Martha... That's the door. That's how you open it. <laughs> uh, that's the handle. Yeah, you gotta, like, pull on the arrow. Or push, uh, actually. Yeah. So, let's uh, talk a little bit about Martha and, and just sort of what's what's happening with that relationship. I want to start out by talking about the fact that she was not supposed to be in this episode. Yeah. Right? This this adventure was not supposed to happen. Why? Because one quick trip. One quick trip. Yeah. But I guess we can break the rules a little bit. Yeah, he kind of talks Twist himself into it. What's that? Twist the definition. Twist the definition. One one trip backwards in time, one trip forward in time. Uh, one, or I think he said one trip to the past and one trip to the future. Yeah. And uh, so that, that'll work, you know, so goes ahead and does yeah. that. And then at one point when they're separated, the, the doctor talks about how he hardly knows her because he was too busy showing off. Mm-hmm. Which is not uncommon, you know, new, uh, for for a doctor with a new companion. Just sort of uh, the companion is always what I can do. yeah. The the companions always freak out about everything, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's bigger on the inside. Uh, you're an alien. You have two hearts. Uh, we're in, mm-hmm. we're in the past. We're Most in the future. We're, really we're in space. Most don't really learn he has two hearts, though. Uh, well, yeah, did but, Rose? but she did. Uh, yeah, Rose knew, and uh, I think the doctor told him. Her. Yeah, Quick and it's one of the first Time things that. What's that? Quick lesson in Time Lord and Yeah, it was one of the first things that Martha learned about the Doctor before she knew anything else about him was that he he seemed to have two heartbeats, right? And then she has now given him multiple CPR twice. Um, I know. So they're always fascinated by this, all of this crazy stuff about this alien, and he kind of likes it. He kind of likes basking in their stupefaction and their yeah. you know, their wonder and now he's kind of like regretting that like I haven't gotten to know her I don't know anything about her because I was too busy showing off mm-hmm. and then the flip side of that is she says that she hardly knows him at all because there's so much he doesn't say yeah mm-hmm. you know she'll ask him a question and he'll sort of nah. mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like, like not, he mentions he doesn't want to go back to his to his home just yeah because I don't you're like going there. That'd yeah. be boring yeah. for me. Whatever. And then he like told what his plant was like, and she's like, "We should go there." Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Martha didn't know that he was the last of his kind. Um, you know, so there's there's this developing relationship now, and then we have those last few minutes where they sit down and he talks to her about Gallifrey, and then the camera sort of rolls up and and. You know, the end, the episode ends... Actually, the episode ends with yeah. them still on New Earth, doesn't it? Yep. They're still... Uh, they, they don't actually leave at the end of that nope. episode, which is... That's kind of interesting. What if the next one, it's them walking into the TARDIS? <laughs> Keeping up with that continuity. Uh, 
All right, so um, speaking of uh, the companions, who was Rose? Uh, we noticed that, um, or rather Martha noticed, that the doctor had taken Rose to the same place, right? Mm-hmm. I forget. How, yeah. how exactly did that come up? Because I remember her saying it, but I don't remember why she said it. I mean, he said the last time I that he'd been there before. He said the last time I came was with Rose. Oh, he just flat out said it. I don't think think. he ever said that. But he kind of pointed out like, "Oh, I've been here before," and she just kind of assumed it was with Rose. Brought her here, huh? Because all she really knows is that he's been with Rose, and that's that's it, I guess. Corbin, what was the rundown on on the times we've been to New Earth? So, seriously, I couldn't get the dates. I I didn't spend very much time looking anyways, but we didn't have it in the first episode with New Earth, because... Oh, I looked it up. It's just five billion. Uh, okay, I thought so. Yeah, I thought it, was, so. it was five, so five, five, point, five point five slash Apple slash 26 or something like that. That it translates just, into five billion. Yeah. Wasn't it five billion 23? So... Five billion twenty-three was on New Earth the right. next time, and then now it's five billion fifty-three. So they're thirty years in the future. Right. So so basically, like a couple years after the Doctor left, and I noticed the in the notes the virus said, came out. Uh yeah. Cause like three years after. Yeah, cause they were there in five billion twenty-three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, and wait then, a minute. And they were in the, they were one of the first people down there, and they had been in there for 23 years. Remember the grandma? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, so and we're then, in 5 billion 53? Yeah. Yes. So it was exactly 30 years later? Uh-huh. Okay, so seven years after the doctor and Rose were there, the virus broke out, or, or thereabouts. Six or seven years uh, later, uh, when the virus broke out. Uh, apparently... In the notes, it mentions this is kind of the last of a trilogy with, like, what happens with humanity way off in the future and uh-huh. stuff. Yeah, with the three episodes we're talking about, uh-huh. right? With, mm-hmm. um, uh, what was it called? End of the World. End of right? the World. The end so of the world, was New anywhere. Earth after the sun went supernova? Yes, and yeah. that was the thing. Was, so is that why they made New Earth, or did they have New yeah, Earth? I think they were already on New Earth. Yeah. At that before, because when when so did New Earth, the sun for that go supernova or? No, no, no. When no. The, the the episode, the end of the world, where they see the sun go supernova. It was five billion. That was the year five billion, and that was planet Earth. Yes. Uh, so then the next time they're there. Uh, in the year five billion twenty-three, they're on New Earth, which is like the other side of the galaxy or something. It's like way yeah. far away. And then you have the third time. Now, what's the one? What's the one common thread? It's face above. Yeah, that's yeah. really what ties these three together. I was thinking it was New Earth, but it's really not. It's really the face of Bo is at all three mm-hmm. of those. So. Yeah. And, and in the notes, I noticed. So, did it say at any point the bliss was one of the like? drug patches or something sort of like that. Yeah. Because apparently those patches, you know that little blue and green thing around the word? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That was the symbol of the Sisters of Plenitude. Which means they originally created those. Really? Uh Who did? I kept seeing uh, the Sisters of Plenitude, the cat nun nurses. Oh. (laughs) Maybe that was like all... What if... 
that was on purpose. Like all of the viruses was put onto that, just like they had all the viruses on the humans. Oh, there's got to be some kind of connection there. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But why would they do that? Because it would kill the whole. Maybe it was an accident or something. Because that definitely probably no. Because all the other guys stayed alive and they had all the mm-hmm. stuff, so it probably wouldn't kill it. Kill them in seven minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, interesting um, little little trilogy here that all got kicked off with that first trip that the doctor ever took with Rose uh, to the original Earth and then mm-hmm. to the new Earth later on. And that was the first trip that Ten took, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yeah. That was, was Ten's first, first adventure with her, um, barring the Christmas episode where mm-hmm. it was they were on Earth mm-hmm. in they present. Were, mm-hmm. And they were in the same place. Right. And so it, was se- so it was season one, episode two. Season two, two, episode episode one, one. and now season three, episode three. (laughs) Which, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Also, you'll notice, like, each episode, there's one different character, so it's, like, the ninth Doctor and Rose, and it's the tenth Doctor and Rose, and then it's the tenth Doctor Doctor. and Martha. And and Bo was there all along. Um, and... Though he was there since, like, the... He's shown up all over the place. Yeah, he's actually been around... The face of Bo is pregnant. And Cassandra was there for the first two, right? Yeah. Yeah, so... The face of Bo is pregnant. So, one other... Yeah. One other thing with uh, Rose was that we had a bad wolf sighting. Again. So, in the uh, Japanese hippie car, which that one's not really standing out in my memory. Yeah. But at any rate, in in that car, the um, Japanese symbols... Uh, on the back, on the back wall, or, or on on one of the walls, on a poster, say "Bad Wolf." Yeah, fun, I saw the fun stuff I saw there. a picture that had it. You remember the car where he got the blue bandana to put over uh-huh. his mouth so he breathe? Yeah. So that was the one. Oh, okay. And it shows a picture of him putting that on, and in the background, there's a little pic- poster. But I couldn't read the Japanese, but I was sure that was the one I was talking about. Yeah, like, sure, sure. How do you find this out? <laughs> hmm, I'm wondering if that's one of those things that like came out on a DVD extra or something. Like yeah. it can't be that somebody noticed that, but maybe they did. I don't know. <laughs> Fun times. Or, right. or like <clears throat> me, some Japanese person was just not paying attention to that and was looking at the poster in the background and noticed Bad Wolf. Could could have been because apparently the doctor is huge in Japan as well. So mm. in the last few years, he's really taken off there. So speaking of who is the doctor, we found out that John uh, Janice Joplin gave him his swishy coat. I thought that was a great little throwaway line. Mm. He's leaving the the coat and he says, "I like that. I love that coat." Janice Joplin gave me that coat. Who's and, Janice Joplin? Uh, she was a musician back in the seventies. Oh, yeah. Oh. I've not heard of her. Yeah. Well, we never saw him get the coat. <laughs> Uh, right, right. Did yeah. she like swishy coats or something? Uh, I, you know, I don't even know. I, I don't know that that was necessarily like part of her style, but um, just a fun little throwaway line, you know, that somebody famous gave me this coat, you know. Uh, Martha thinks that sometimes the doctor needs her, and other times he just needs someone. Thought that was kind yeah, of interesting. That's... Um, didn't uh, didn't Donna tell him that? Yeah, yeah. Find someone because you, you need, need someone. someone. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, it's it's a running theme, at least in New Who, that uh, the Doctor needs his companions. And yeah. sometimes, like Martha's saying, sometimes, you know, the Doctor needs Martha. Yeah. And sometimes he just needs someone, something. you know. And, and it's early on yet, so that's going to change. That's eventually going to be 
Martha because you know as he grows with these companions you know yeah. towards the end with with Rose it was the same way yeah. uh, so he um, we also find out that he lied to Martha so that he could pretend the Time Lords were all still alive mm-hmm. he, he hadn't yet told her that he was the last of his kind and so when it came up he just kind of ignored it Nah, because, that's not there. Right. Because what's the fun for me? <laughs> yeah, that's So we're going to go to another place that I've already been. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> I think of that. True. He says, what's, what's the fun for me going home? I want to go somewhere different. So he goes to somewhere he's already been. <laughs> huh. Um, mm. And then we have... Uh, w- that's, that's how you can tell. He's just making crap up. <laughs> Yeah. He's always making crap up. Uh, sometimes uh, very, uh, very noticeably so. But yeah. he, he trying, coming around and telling Martha, by the way, they are all dead, would mean having to face it all over again. Yeah. And yeah. so it was just easier for him to just pretend like they're all still alive. And that's going home is a thing that could still happen, you know. This is where I find continuity errors because, A, what... What prevents him from just going home anyways and warning everyone, aside from, I guess, integrity? And then, along with that, what prevents any one of them from going to the future, learning what's happened, and then going back and telling everyone? And that's right, and it's kind of one of those wibbly-wobbly things where he can't go and mess with a fixed point in time like the destruction of the Time Lords. Yeah. You know, he can't... I mean, that's very, very large. Right. What I wonder is if he goes back to Gallifrey before the war, would everybody still be there? Because if they're time oh, yeah, lords, I see what you're saying, yeah. if they're time lords, they probably, since they're always going around everywhere, like wouldn't like any random person could be a time lord. Yeah. Any random right. person walking right. around could be a time lord. Right. Because there's like millions of time lords going around to every random planet. Right. Everything is the, the, the time war. The dynamics of the time war. The time war is just kind of weird. Literally, like all humans yeah. are time wards. So that's the thing is, um, no, we're all Cylons, not not time lords. That's what. That's that's different. The Star Trek thing, right? And Battlestar Galactica. But yeah, mm-hmm. the thing that has always tripped me up is why is it that he doesn't constantly bump into other time lords? You know. I know. And the only thing I can think about that is. All of time and space is a big place. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Still. just like, you know, when, but it, it, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, like a friend of mine was in, um, uh, where, who was it? When was you, it? I don't know. The like, chances, though, because he's been hopping around the galaxy for thousands upon thousands of years. The chances of him not encountering at least one who's also been hopping around for thousands and thousands of years. Right. But again, we're, we're just looking at a snippet. Wait. You know, we've been with him for at most a few years. What makes... Which doesn't make sense. Oh, I know how the Daleks keep coming back. Since he goes back in time before the Daleks, maybe the Daleks are like Daleks before the war. Which doesn't make sense. It doesn't ever s- seem that yeah. way because he's always talks yeah. about how they've survived. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And they're like... And they're never like survived. Yeah, exactly. They seem to be aware of of the of the time war. I mean, you just like wiped from existence or something. Uh, that that was Probably. the thing that I wondered about. Is that uh, so? Not only do you have wibbly wobbly hand wavery when it comes to things like um, 
cause and effect problems and paradoxes and things. There's also a little bit of hand-waving when it comes to time travelers because there's certain things that's like, well, that shouldn't be right. Well, it's because he's a time traveler. So, you know, like, that thing was wiped from existence and nobody remembers it except for you because you've, you're a time traveler, you know? Yeah. So yeah. maybe there's some sort of, like... Which, I mean, it's not the only time something like that has happened. Right. It happened in the Star Trek episode we covered. Exactly. And, and you can have... You can have situations where, like you said, maybe when a time traveler is killed, they're sort of killed throughout time, you know, or something, you know things like yeah. that. So, mm. All right, so other stuff we noticed. Um, we had a, another little continuity thing where we have the uh, mention of the Duke of Manhattan. Uh, yeah. That He was the, the blue guy that was turning into stone yeah. the last time we were on New Earth. Some and, weird disease, petrify or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, pet, petri, petri, uh, I don't remember I don't what know. it was. Uh, we also had the mention that the grass on Gallifrey is red and the sky is burnt orange. And there's two mm. suns. And, oh, yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah, there's twin suns. And they have a globe over their city. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um... Must suck for the people that have twin suns and they're always opposite to each other, circling your planet. So it's just always daytime. Oh, like... <laughs> like if you were between the two suns? Yeah. Oh, that would be... Oh, I wonder if that could even happen. Huh. I, don't, I don't know if that'd be possible, but if yeah. it was, well, if you had I was four just listening sons. to uh, Star Talk four. Radio, and uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson was talking about um, the the topic was about like people going into science because of things that they saw in science fiction, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the things that he talked about was how the twin suns on Tatooine were for a long time thought to be an impossibility. That they are quite possible, but... Well, no, they were saying that, that mathematically you can't have it. Why? Because if you've got... Well, because if you have t- two suns orbiting, they will be orbiting each other to try mm-hmm. and have a third thing orbiting both of them. Mm. That the math wouldn't work or something, but apparently there's been a discovery since then that, yeah, actually it is possible, and there's just one little thing that has to happen or something like that. So apparently we've verified that both Tatooine happen. and Gallifrey can happen. So, mm. you know, fun times. What if they did happen? Fun times for that. And it's all real. No, just like the has a real. very odd, um, how do you say? Orbit. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a figure eight orbit and like dances between them. All right, so uh, let's see. Overall ratings and uh, impressions and everything. Trip, what are you going to give this one? Mm. I think I'm going to give it... Mm. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Like, this is one of the ones that, like, it's kind of like, eh. Meh. Like, I liked it, but, like, it wasn't one of the better ones, right. really. Because I feel like there wasn't really much that really happened. Like, you arrive at a planet, there's crab creatures, you jump from car to car, <laughs> you open um, up the thing, the I face like of the dies. the majority of it consisted of people talking and then just sitting there in traffic and jumping down yeah. things and <laughs> that sort of thing. Perfect episode to watch while you're stuck in a traffic jam. <laughs> I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it... Um, I'm with you guys. I, I'm... I'm We've kind of made eight the standard. <laughs> like, everything has been an eight. So I'm going to give this, like, a, a six. 
Uh, That's what I was going to say, but I didn't want to do that because I think that would be a little low. Yeah. But now that I'm going like... Well, I mean, considering we never seven. rate anything below an eight, really, I mean, well, yeah. we have, but uh, usually we don't. So I'm going to I'm gonna give this uh, six um, um, big old faces. Mm. I mean, I think the episode was wasn't terrible. Uh, it was just... No, it was, it was great. It was, it was just Yeah, it was a good episode. And yeah. there was a lot that just didn't make sense. And there was a right. lot that happened. And they, I feel like they didn't expl- like, like explain everything and like explore like especially you know with the like macro. It's like Yeah, it's like those were there because they needed to have an obstacle. Right. And that's it. That's not yeah. how Doctor Who normally does. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh so what are you giving it, Trip? I think I'm gonna go with you. I'm gonna go six and a half um Macro. <laughs> six and a half yeah. macro. All right, Corbin. Uh, I'm I'm gonna have to say six too, just because this wasn't that great. Yeah. Six. Six ridiculous looking guns. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that thing was. Wait, with the cat in there? I know. I love how they set that up to make it look like she was hunting him or something. Yeah. But she's like, oh, this was in case I ran into any pirates. You made it. A Bit over dramatic yeah. looking, don't you? The think? crazy thing is though that Where's gave, the doctor? They gave it away at the beginning. Because we saw the face of Bo say, Go bring him to me. Yeah, we saw the face of Bo. So like if we hadn't seen the face of Bo And we saw her with the gun. That's what I'm saying. Is like if if like if she'd have been standing there and off screen a voice said, Go bring him to me. You know, it would have been like, oh, no, this, you know, the cat and the survived and they're after him, you know, and then there could have been a reveal, but, but there wasn't even. So we're going to, we're going to, yeah, that, this is why it's a six. He has a very prominent voice. It's not that yeah. hard to forget the voice of the face of Bo. We probably would have figured it out. Right. But it right. is a very, like, creepy sounding voice. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's ways that it could have been done. There's ways that it I could know. have been done. He's getting old. His voice so, has gotten a bit more. Speaking croaky. of that, let let's talk about plot holes. Let's talk about why this episode was a six and not an eight. Um, the um, oh, we skipped over the creep level. Do we want to hit the creep level real quick, real fast? Trip creep level. Um, I'm gonna say this is not very really creepy. I know. I mean, the the parts are not that terrifying. Like the yet. only creepy part, I think, is when like he saw the skeleton, basically. Yeah, it was, yeah. Okay. That was kind of... And then kind of when the face of Bo was laying on the ground, that was kind of also creepy-ish <laughs> weird. All right, so what are you going to give it? I think I'm going to go... Um, probably 200. Okay. 200. All right. I was going to I was gonna say about about maybe 200 or 250 just because of the macro, Corbin. Uh, so we'll call it 225. Uh, what? 225. What was your rating? 200. Okay, I'll go about 150, maybe. All right, 150. I didn't All really right. think much of this was that creepy. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, the, the, the rumblings down below the, the vehicles. Oh, yeah. what is it? You know, uh, it's, there's some suspense, but uh, yeah. it wasn't, wasn't a lot. A lot of suspense, actually. No suspense yeah, no, is killing uh, me. No jump scares, really, or anything like that. So, let's talk about plot holes. There was so much Mitch. wrong with the motorway thing. I know. No. Tell me about it. Let's loop back around. Okay, so first of all, all right, hang on. First of all, let's define gridlock. That was the episode title. Gridlock is an actual very specific thing. People use the term to mean really bad traffic, but gridlock is an actual phenomenon where when you have, like in a downtown area, and you've got square blocks, Mm -hmm. so traffic can get so bad that 
let's say square is blocked up by each other by yeah. itself uh-huh so like somebody's trying to turn left but they can't because, because the car is on the road where they're trying to turn left is stopped left also and they can't because the car at the end of that block is trying to turn left and then it goes all the way around so that literally nobody can move and everybody's waiting for someone else to move but well, no one person can see the whole situation literally though this is not even a square or a straight line it's a big giant circle well, it's a but bunch of it? leading off pathways. I assume so because because they're like, let's loop back around. The That'll be open by then. Yeah, let's loop back around, and they'll that's be open it. by then. That's sure. it. Okay. See, that's why I remembered. I had this in my head that the big reveal is that the motorway is a giant circle, that it doesn't actually go anywhere. It's a yeah. giant circle. The circle is so big that you can't see that it's a circle. And I couldn't remember when, after I watching feel like it. We've been turning left yeah. a lot. <laughs> but I, at the end of the episode, this time, I couldn't remember why I thought that, and that's what it was. Because he said, "We'll loop all the way around." And the doctor at one point talked about the cars uh, going round and round forever. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it was never Have explicitly you ever seen said. A police car at all? Any sort of authority? Yeah. Anything nothing, official? Nothing coming. Nobody's. Any help? Nobody's coming. Ever. Right. I mean. Every single call so, in the past 23 years have been placed on hold. Right. So apparently Probably it is... so many people are calling. It's just a big giant yeah. circle. Well, that's that means nobody think. there to answer. Well, that's what I would think if... Because, like, everybody's trying to call. So then the problem comes about, A, how do they keep adding cars? No, so the, yeah. the problem you mentioned to me earlier... How do they keep moving? Yeah, how do they keep all? moving? And if I was it's saying... it's just one big giant circle, they're stopped by themselves, by themselves, by themselves, all the way right, around. Right, But I was saying that... Uh, remember he says, oh, th- you know, 30 yards, we're having a good day today. Because if there's always that 30 yards, or let's say there's... It's a big enough circle that there's probably lots of little gaps... And those gaps just work their way around the circle, right? So everybody pulls yeah. forward, and then, you know, as everybody pulls forward, eventually that little gap works its way all the way around the circle, and then you're pulling forward again, and all you're doing is closing that same gap again. Um, and then if you have several of these gaps throughout, then it seems random. So then the problem, the thing is, if you all just get moving at the same time fast enough, you can all go around and around as fast as you wanted without causing Yeah, but that's the problem with traffic. That's why automated cars are going to solve traffic for us because as human beings, we suck at that. Mm -hmm. Because we don't ever see if we all press it at once. Plus, how do you know? Do you press it now? Do you press the gas now? What about now? How about now? 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 What about now? You know, we can't coordinate across the vehicles, so we can't do that. So there's always this little mm-hmm. inching forward of this gap. And I said, so yeah, Corbin, you've, you've always got that gap. And he goes, yeah, but they keep adding cars. And I was like, well, crap. Well, now yeah, I don't know. they do. Cause yeah. That, yeah. That just causes so much more problem because... It gets more and more and more back. Except up. that you know what? You're also taking away cars because sometimes somebody gets eaten by the macro. But that's only people willing enough to go into the fast lane, and I yeah. can tell. No one can afford Nobody people. on the fast lane, yeah. I know. A, there's no one down there, and there's plenty of people that oh. are just downright unwilling. Uh, okay, to go so down. plot hole. They say most people can't afford three people. Afford what? I know. There's 
There doesn't seem to be any charge for having... And everything is literally recycled. They mention that. Yeah. Everything that's waste is turned back into food. Turned back into food. So she's eating a a crap cracker. (laughs) A crap cur. Uh, (laughs) Or maybe a a pookie. (laughs) I don't know if that was a cookie or a cracker. It might have been a pookie or it could have been a crap cur. Let's just mix it all the way. Crapper. Yeah. So... There doesn't seem to be any expense associated with being on the motorway. Yeah. You just sort of get in your car and get on the motorway. And it's funny. So what does that mean? literally went up there and said, my parents got on the motorway. Like, so A, Wait. you can get on and not back off. Right. Wait, but there were only well, two people. Who was only two people? Remember the grandma and the grandpa. There was only two people. You have to have three. Yeah, Ma and Pa were all... Oh, and they got eaten by the macros, so they were down in the fast lane illegally. Yeah. Yeah, and... think about that. The and the steering wheel is locked, so yeah, you can't actually go down unless you have three. lock up unless you had three people. <laughs> See, this is what I'm saying. This so is literally impossible. Plot the biggest plot hole... It wasn't even really a plot hole. It was just not very Hoovian of this episode. The macro didn't go anywhere. The plot line of the macro didn't go anywhere. It didn't pay off. It, there was nothing there. All it was yeah. is these are uh, the, an the obstacle that yeah. we're putting in here simply to be an obstacle. Exactly. And simply to make it ooh, just to give creepy. it suspense and danger. Yeah, exactly. Oh, there's something lurking in the de- in the deep. And, it, it, and I kept waiting because I couldn't remember. I told Corbin th- this afternoon. I couldn't remember how this resolved. I thought that what was going to happen was it was going to turn out that the Senate knew the macro were down there. Yeah. And so that's they had to keep all the like. right. And they had to keep all it the macro like down a, there. Yeah, because There's they power the city or some crap like that, you know. Yeah. Um, or they they eat all the exhaust, and so that that's yeah. their way of so keeping the planet do clean. Eat the exhaust. That's how yeah. they live. No, that's what I'm saying. Is like but that's how they, they keep put them the down there to clean. to eat exactly the exhaust. Look like empire builders. <laughs> yeah, they they put them down there to eat the exhaust to keep the planet clean. But the price that they had to pay in order to do that was that every now and then somebody's got to be eaten, right? Um, which, by the way, doesn't seem like a very good. Even that doesn't seem like a good plan because they they're huge. You know, even if they ate a whole car, that's not much. You know, so I kept waiting for that. There's just like billions and billions of them. Right, and I kept waiting for that to to pay off, and that never comes back around. Like, so they release all the cars, and so now what? The macro are just going to starve to death, I guess, because now there's not millions of cars underground getting off exhaust yeah there's nothing like that but they're flying around the planet and I guess the underground is still open so yeah I guess but the doctor doesn't really care the doctor's like the motorway the doctor's like you die now you're an alien you die that's basically what he's like huh when the doctor like Oh, spider creatures! You're not oh, supposed sometimes, to be alive. yeah, yeah. I yeah. kill you. Yeah, exactly. Daleks. Then, I mean, Cybermen. Nothing kill like that with the with the macro. I mean, there was no reason for him to be like that. Mm. He, he seemed to have compassion on the macro. Like, wow, what happened to you guys? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they must have devolved into these beasts. Beasts, yeah. And so, which I doubt he said that because he would never call anything a beast. Yeah. 
that it, it just it never went anywhere or paid off it didn't tie back into anything yeah. like Corbin said it just was there to be an obstacle which is not like Doctor Who yeah they don't that's normally not do that Doctor Who um, so there's that's, always at least some reason right right so that's that's part of why this episode just sort of falls flat for me if there had been some sort of tie-in for everything like I don't know the you know the macro uh, secrete of something that creates the bliss chemical i don't know Just, there's a million ways they could have done what it. i've always wondered is i mean if i was in one of those cars i would have flown up above because there's obviously a lot of empty space up there right i would have flown up above there and it wouldn't take much to realize that you've just got a big giant circle with constantly closed things to the outside mm. right yeah if, if if one car had gone up and and Unless driven like for a while. The steering wheel's <laughs> locked or something, but oh yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, the steering wheel was locked, so they couldn't they couldn't do that. The controls Wait, were, were but locked. But if you had three people, could you go up? You couldn't go up above. You could go down into the fast lane, and then you get eaten by Wait, the back. Yeah, which so then that just yeah. none of this makes sense. So what's the fast lane even for? I don't know. I don't. I mean, this is the thing. It's like they, they did this great job of like building this interesting mythology and this great world. Like you can just that didn't go anywhere. You I just drive literally. You just drive around infinitely, but if and you go into the fast lane, you can faster. just drive faster around and infinitely. Do they think it was just not? Know that they were going to evolve into these deadly kill everything crabs? Or I don't know. This episode yeah. How did they get sense. down there in the first place? I might change Were my just, rating to a five. All the <laughs> did they just build it so it's like that? All the questions that that they never they, did answer. They That's just why built all these buildings yeah. and then found out. Oh, there's a bunch of macro down here. Let's leave them there because they eat exhaust. I mean, maybe they're more like rats. Maybe they didn't put them down there. They just. Ended That's up what there. I said. Oh. Like, they built on top of it, and then they went, oh, there's macro those? down here. Oh, oh, I gotcha, I gotcha. It's kind of hard to not notice those, but I guess also it's kind of hard to exterminate them as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> how do you kill giant crabs? Any anymore. It's just people stuck mm. in a you try. motorway. All right, so not a not our favorite episode. Let's talk yeah. about the face of Bo, because the face of Bo is one of my favorite things. Even though this was not a great episode, it was a Bo episode. Yeah. Um, didn't talk about him much in the recap because he doesn't figure in too much to the plot except for the fact that, like, I guess he's the reason that the whole situation exists, okay. right? Because otherwise, everyone would have died. Everyone would uh, have But died. he managed to, to seal them off and everything. Um, I love the line, don't you die on me. Don't you dare die on me, you big old face. Um, <laughs> from, from the doctor, that's a great line, you big old face. Um, mm. we, we find out, okay, we have written here we find out that Bo is billions of years old. Is that right? No. We didn't know that before? No. He we said, we, we learned this before that he was millions okay. of years old. No, but we weren't. He, he actually said to the doctor before he was like, I don't feel like dying, that he's like, people say that I've lived billions of years, but that's not possible, right? And Who said that's not possible? The Bo. doctor. No, Bo said that? Actually, Bo said that. Like, yeah, yeah, I think the doctor said. There's obviously been hints at this right. that he is billions of years old. Right. Yes. Like, it does make me wonder if he's older than... And I love, humans have only made it to five billion so far. I love the whole place. Just I love the whole thing where it's like, Bo is... Um, doctor, the doctor's like, 
we're the last of our kind. That's why we gotta stay alive. And then Bo was yeah. like, everything has an end. But then the whole thing before where it was like, eh, I don't feel like dying today. I thought he was gonna do that again. <laughs> I was like, I was like, nah. It's like everything has its time. Out again. It's like everything has its time. But that's okay. not today. Today <laughs> <laughs> is not that day. Now he, yeah, that would have been hilarious if he had done like another little fake out. But this time, like he had, he had expended yeah. all of his energy trying to save everyone. And, and then he, for some reason, his glass was broken. Yeah, yeah I don't know why. Shattering. Apparently, that's why he was at the hospital or something because his glass started shattering, and oh, really? he was oh. getting sick and stuff. I don't know. But there was something in the continuity about how his glass had hmm. kind of started breaking huh. in New Earth. Okay. How did they so get that glass on him? Get him in the glass, you mean? Yeah. Like, did he used to not live in the glass? I guess. That's Apparently, because he said well, it's be nice to breathe alive. the air again. That might be why he's still alive. Yeah. Because he's just a floating uh, face Could in be the some bowl. kind of life-extending thing. Um, so, so, anyways, that all that all comes to an end. He's billions of years old, but as Trip mentioned, all all things come to an end. Which, then it makes me wonder how everyone else in his species died. Uh, yeah, because he was obviously yeah. pregnant at one point mm-hmm. in a news report. And, and yeah, and that was uh, well, that was in the year two hundred thousand, because mm-hmm. that was on platform one. Um, so that would have been billions of years ago. So he outlived his children. Uh huh. Yep. Wait, but he was only billions of years old. Yes. What do you mean? He was only billions of years old, but that was billions of years ago when he was pregnant. Uh-huh. I don't understand what you're saying. So, he's... Are you saying that they should have still been alive? Yeah, because if he lived that long... Right. right. Yeah, so that makes me wonder, like... And he only or? lived for billions of years, so if that was billions of years ago... What? Hmm. You're not making sense. Yeah, you're not making well, like, sense. Well, like, he's lived billions of years ago, but if that was billions of years ago... So what? what is it you're trying to say, though? Yeah, what's... He's only billions of years old, but that was a billion years ago. So obviously he lived before that. Uh-huh. So then he's more than a couple billion years old? Yeah, that's right. They never saying. say how many billions of years. They're just saying he's billions of years old. They just say billions, billions of years old. And we see him uh-huh. in the year 200,000, and we see him three times in the year 500 billion. So uh-huh. we know that he's at least... A couple billion. Four, four billion, 999 million, 800,000 years old. <laughs> um, and I mean, if it's anything about a similar time of when humans get pregnant, then he's obviously much older than that. Yeah. So Who knows? It's like a billion years is equal to... A billion years is one year. Yeah. So that'd be a lot. Bo tells the doctor that uh, that the doctor is not alone. It was his last secret spoken to. Uh, quote the great traveler. Was it the great traveler or the traveler? I don't remember. I think it was, uh, was speak his last secret to the traveler. Yeah, that's something all it like said. that. So, do you guys have any other thoughts or theories about the face of Bo? Nope. Did. Okay. <laughs> But is he? It's science fiction. I know. The show is still going. He's been replicated. I got a a Marvel Encyclopedia book from the 
from the library and like every single big character has either faked their death yeah. or been dead and somehow brought back. Superman was dead for a while. I know. I mean, yeah, you know. he was dead and it's for like, like he's <coughs> Superman. He was dead what? for a couple of weeks or something. Uh, I think it was a couple of days actually. No, it was at least like a year or so. A year. I mean, real world. I don't know what it was like in the comic book timeline. But well, to the there point was... where they built a new Superman, so it's probably right. a while. Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, so. Honestly, knowing comic books, the government would be on top of building a new one in five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so no other, no other uh, thoughts or anything about the face of Bo? Mm-hmm. All right, that's all we got time for today yeah. then. Uh, so, guys, make sure you check out episode four and five. We got a two parter coming up the Daleks of Manhattan and the evolution of the Daleks. Is that what it was? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. Should be. We got a black Dalek. We got a black one. Dalek. We also got a. Once uh, again. Um, no, I'm thinking of something else. Uh, so No spoilers, Dad. Yeah, trying not to. I always have to, like, stop and think wait, real hard wait, before talking. Do we know this? Do we know? Do we know? Do we know? All right, mm-hmm. so guys, um, check out those uh, two episodes, four and five, and um, uh, let us know what you guys are thinking about, uh, about the show itself. Give us your theories, your thoughts. Um, send uh, in drawings. Hey, sure, yeah. Send in any any yeah, kind of stuff you've got. You want, really. Noobs, we want to hear from you guys, whether you're a kid noob or an adult noob. It doesn't matter. Uh, we're trying to introduce everyone we can to Doctor Who. So uh, if you've got thoughts and, and theories about... And if you're a Whovian... Good for you. That's right. Yeah. Hey, send in your stuff. Um, uh, all the Dad emails go to me that. first, so don't worry about spoilers. I will see those before Probably just the put well. somewhere in the name or tagline. Uh, well, I read them all, so. Yeah. Um, I say I. none. Do you like the way I said that? I read them all. <laughs> like we get dozens and dozens every week. Yeah. I read them all, even though we probably haven't. That, really that's why we keep yeah. talking about all the emails here. That's right. So, hey, guys, um, do us a favor. Like I said uh, last week, we know that there's dozens of you out there that are listening every week. Um, so far, oh, trip, we were looking today, our stats today, this was the, the highest month we've ever had, the month of wow. August, 2018. How long have we done a lot more? views, I think. Uh, what's that? 248 views, I think. Something like that. And, and uh, episode nine six, The Long Game, was our highest listened to downloaded episode ever until, until this, this month. month uh, the, the Christmas Bride beat it out. The Runaway Bride. Runaway the Bride. The Runaway Bride beat it out in, in its first month. In, wow. So we're talking about episode it's six. Not been a full the whole month time it's been yet. out. Huh? It's not a, been a full month yet. Yeah, so. I don't even think it's been out for 30 days. So well, apparently, it's beat it like 98 to 93 or something. Wow. Something like that. But at any rate, guys, um, all that to say, we know that you guys are out there listening. Uh, we would love to hear from you. Uh, so you can email us at noobsandthehoovian at gmail.com. Hit us up on facebook.com slash noobsandthehoovian and wherever you found us. Because uh, we're out there everywhere. We're on Stitcher. We're on uh, We're not on Spotify because they're snobs. Uh, we're on Google Play. We're on iTunes. We're on SoundCloud. We're on uh, something Spreaker, I think we're on. I mean, we're on all the platforms. Um, I, by the way, I ran a Google search for Noobs in the Whovian, and I found us on some other podcasting aggregation site that I've never even heard of. It picked us up, so we're on there, whatever that is. If you're listening to us on Flubity-Doo FM or whatever that was. Um, so, guys, wherever you found us, leave us a, a review. Give us, give us some stars. Give us some feedback. Let us know what you're thinking about the show because uh, we love doing this, uh, but we would love to hear from you. And if you've got 
suggestions. If you've got thoughts and theories about the show, uh, we want to hear about it um, as we're exploring it together. And uh, Whovians, I want to hear from you guys. Who are the noobs in your life that you've introduced to Doctor Who? Um, I've got a couple of folks in my life that uh, were way ahead of the curve, uh, my curve on Doctor Who, and uh, they're the reason that I finally gave it a shot. Um, our, our good friend Ruth was the big one, big influence there. So um, who is it that, that you're impacting, or who was it that introduced you to Doctor Who? Let us let us know about it. In the meantime, guys, Noobs and the Whovian is a production of Master Closet Studios. Your senior producer is me, Austin Reason. Our audio engineer is Trip Reason, and Corbin Reason is the production editor. Special thanks to TARDIS.Wikia.com for the trivia and to star in the staff of the Timberglen Library in Dallas for the DVDs. Also wanted to give a quick shout-out to a new Facebook group that I'm a part of. Uh, it is the Stay-at-Home Dads uh, Geek Edition. Uh, it's a, a great group of guys that I just discovered here recently, and so just wanted to say hey to you guys if you're listening. Um, I think that that was part of the spike that we got in listening uh, this yeah, month because I shared it the, through there. The yeah, to, um, I almost said the Christmas bride again. Yeah, <laughs> the runaway bride, and and that was because I was looking for someone to that was a real Hoovian, not a Hoovian like me that's just seen it all once before. Uh, somebody that's been been watching it for years and decades, uh, that knows it even better than I do, to uh, send us in some information maybe on a weekly basis. So if that's you, whether you're a part of that Facebook group or not, um, then uh, send us a demo, uh, do a recording uh, about the next two episodes, and give us give us some classic Who insights into the upcoming episode. Let let us know some fun tie-ins or callbacks or influences, um, different things like that. And you can just record that and then email it to us at noobsinthehoovian at gmail.com. And uh, we'd love to make that a regular part of the show. So uh, that's all I've got for us this week. Until next time, my name is Austin. I'm the Hoovian. These are my sons, Corbin and Tripp. And we're the Noobs. And we will see you guys next time. I'm looking at some of the stats here. Whip. The top countries is the U.S., of course. Followed by the Netherlands. Sure. Followed by Australia. Seems legit. The top cities is Dallas. That I can't understand. San Fran, and then San Jose. Wow. So, A, all the top cities are big cities. I'm just trying to figure out why, why Dallas is our, is our biggest city for listenership. I but what's guess. the number by it? 235. Huh. 235. And see, here's the thing. 90 of those are us. Yeah. They are? <laughs> yeah, because all three of us downloaded onto our own players, onto oh, our own yeah. phones. And yeah. there's been, well, this will be episode 30, but there was an episode zero. So there have been 30 episodes that have been released. So 90 of those listens are us listening yeah. to our own show. <laughs> Except I don't even. But still, how many? 200 and what? 35. Yeah, so I mean, there's still like you know, a hundred and nine hundred sixty-one in the U.S. Yeah, I think there's a hundred seventy. No. Yeah. Hundred sixty. Anyhow. Are we out? See ya. Oh, and the face of Di- uh, the meh <laughs> The face of Bo. Make a note. We're gonna cut right there. Oh. And the face of Bo died right after telling the doctor and his... <laughs> <laughs>